and welcome to the Samadhi podcast. My name is Dasetu, I am the host of the podcast and a teacher at Samadhi. This week, for our first 15-minute session, we're going to be talking about anxiety. There is a lot of fear and worry and anxiety at the moment, especially. Um, There is a lot of anxiety anyway in our daily life, but especially now as, as we record this in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. So anxiety itself manifests in many ways. It's sort of a, it's a, it just, it's a distress, isn't it? It's, it's an uneasiness in the mind, which is caused by fear. You know, it's, it's caused by fear of something or some kind of rejection of something. And it's such a horrible, such an uncomfortable mind to have. And it can manifest itself physically and mentally. You know, so when we're feeling really anxious, we can feel that inside, can't we? You know, you, you can kind of feel that in, in your heart chakra. You can feel it through palpitations. You can feel panicky. And, and mentally, you know, we can say that it makes us unable to think straight. You know, we say that. I just can't think straight, I just can't think clearly. So we we become unable to focus, and we feel out of control. We start to overthink, we start to panic. So in what situations do we become anxious? So it can always be, you know, there's always something to worry about, isn't there? You know, actually, especially if you have that tendency to be anxious, uh, which many of us do, there is always something to be anxious about. You know, did you wake up, happily this morning, completely free from any kind of worry or, or anxiety. Sometimes, you know, we, it's before we even get out of bed, we already feel uneasy. And sometimes anxiety can just feel very generalized, you know, just kind of like lurking under the surface, just generally anxious about life. But other times it's more obvious. You know, an, an example, like if, if our manager says to us, Oh, I want I want to speak to you on Monday morning. Come come and speak to me on Monday morning. And they say this on Friday. You know, oh well, that's it. The ru- the weekend's ruined. You know, we we spend the whole weekend worrying about that. We can't focus. We're catastrophizing. We're very very creative, and we will just catastrophize and, and exaggerate any possible you know outcome for that. Uh, well, you know, I just don't tell me that. I need to know now. I can't tell me now. And then, you know, it's something simple. Like, oh, I just wanted to ask if you could, you know, take on this extra task or something. And, it's, and oh, the relief. You know, oh, so I'm not losing my job, my house, my kids. I'm not moving in back with my parents and, and trying to figure out some odd jobs, you know, to try and pay my way. It's, you know, or, or if you're running late to something, for example, you know, you start to build it up in, in our head. Uh, you know, what are they going to say about me being late? What's my excuse going to be? We start to imagine our excuse just because we have that anxiety, that fear of their response. So there's a lot of things for us to worry about in our daily life. You know, we can be worried about what others might think of us. In that way, we base our self-view, our esteem, our self-confidence on the opinion of others. We can be worried about our job, worried about our money, worried about our family, especially at times like these. And so when we're feeling this anxiety, we just can't rest. 
And what's happening in our mind is things are becoming exaggerated. Okay, we're starting to catastrophize things. And so because of that, we react and we, we cope in not so healthy ways for us. There are so many things for us to be worried, anxious and stressed about because life is complicated in general. You know, we never stop. We never take time to just be alone, quiet with ourselves. you know, looking into our own mind. We're constantly having to, or, you know, or trying to engage with and distract ourselves with some kind of stimulant. So our mind is quite literally just all over the place. We just look at the news and social media at the moment and, and it, cre- it creates a lot of fear, creates a lot of stress and anxiety. And there's so much to fear. At least that's what social media and what the news wants you to believe. There is so much to fear. And so we're letting all of this in. We're letting all of this negative news, all of this, uh, you know, debates between people online, all of this, like other people's worry, anxiety, everybody else's fear. We're letting all of this in, this bombardment of worries and fears. And it stops us from truly feeling at peace, from truly engaging with ourself and others. And so our mind is so full of distraction, of fear, of worry, of turbulence. It's just completely filled with it. And because of that, it just can't operate correctly. We can't think straight because of that. Okay, it's like it's, like it's shaking our mind up. Like, you know, the surface of a sea that's, that's very choppy waters. But underneath that, you know, if we settle our mind through meditation... We discover that we already have peace and calm within. You know, the sea is calm below that choppy surface. And we see that when the waves die down. So that's what we need to do. We need to help our mind become calm. So these turbulent feelings of stress, of worry, of anxiety... They are caused by some fear or some rejection. That's clear. You know, there's something that we are fearing or something that we're rejecting. Usually it's it's some kind of loss. And when our mind has these turbulent feelings, we turn to distractions. Okay, what's our solution for anxiety, for stress, for worry? It's distraction, isn't it? You know, we just try to get our mind on something else. We turn on the TV, we turn on music, we play video games, we drink alcohol, we, you know, whatever we do, we just want to be anywhere except for inside our head, don't we? But the trouble is, is that these things that we turn to make our mind more busy. They make our mind more turbulent. They work for a short while because they distract us. But it's a deception. It actually increases our turbulence. It increases the problems. And it makes us turn to distraction more. So we end up in this cycle of feeling anxious, of distracting ourselves and not dealing with the root problem. And then when the distraction ends, we're left with the same anxiety or we're left with more anxiety. So whatever it is that we feel anxious about, whatever it is that we are rejecting or that we are fearing it's 
something uncomfortable, isn't it? It's something unpleasant. It's unpleasant feeling. What we're fearing is having some unpleasant feeling in our mind. So what we're really afraid of then is what the Buddha called suffering. We're afraid of our own suffering, of our loved one's suffering. So it's this fear, our fear of suffering, that is causing the painful feeling in our mind, that is causing the anxiety. And to overcome this fear, to overcome this anxiety, we need to understand where suffering actually comes from. So in these situations, there are two problems. There is the, the outer problem, and then there is our inner problem. And at the moment, we're mixing these. We, we think of them as one. The outer problem, which is causing us some stress and anxiety, has an outer solution. It doesn't have an inner solution. And the same for our mind. So our negative feeling, our anxious feeling, doesn't have an external solution. It has an internal solution. So we deal with our inner problem, our lack of peace of mind. This mind that is turbulent, that is full of distraction and, and turbulence, then we deal with this and we, we make our mind peaceful, we make our mind calm. And then from that place of calm, of clarity, of peace, we deal with our external problem. For example, say we are running late to something, there is the running late, which is the external situation, and then there is the, the fear of the result of running late. These are two things. The first one, running late, requires an external solution. If you're already running late and you are late, then there is no external solution anyway. But the inner problem, our fear, is not going to be solved by solving the external situation. What we need to start to do is turn inwards. Realize what Buddha discovered, what many contemplatives have discovered, that by looking within and investigating our own mind, we can learn to abandon negative feelings like anxiety. Okay, so we have this anxious feeling. What can I do right now, practically, about my anxiety? Until I learn to look within, to control my mind, and maintain an experience of inner peace, what can I do right now about my anxiety, my fear of coronavirus, my fear of losing my job, my fear of money problems, of my family becoming sick, of myself becoming sick. Okay, so there are a few things we can do, practically, you know, externally, and a few things that we can do internally. The first thing is obvious, is to remove any causes of our anxiety where possible. Okay, we, we can't avoid all painful situations. When, when painful feeling arises, like anxiety, there are a few causes, okay? There's the trigger, the external trigger, the object, and then there is our attention on it, our, our focusing on it and exaggerating it. So where we, are, where we feel we are unable to not think about something and exaggerate it, if it's possible, remove the object, remove the external cause. For example, Let's say that 
whenever you look at new, the news, whenever you scroll on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, um, you find that you're anxious afterwards. If that seems to be a trigger for your anxiety, remove the cause. Stop doing it. Stop doing it to yourself. Don't put yourself through it. When it has an easy solution, remove it. That's the first thing we can do. The second thing we can do is try to rationalize or test it. For example, our fear of being late. We can try to rationalize. Think to ourselves: what is the absolute worst that will happen? You know, think with wisdom. Where is this feeling coming from? Will this feeling be solved if I turn up on time? We'll, what we will realize is that it is not as bad as we thought it would be. The world doesn't end. Our fear of what's going to happen is always a hundred times worse than what actually happens. And we can experience this by looking back into our previous experiences and remembering what we thought was going to happen and what actually happened. Now, the third suggestion I'm going to make is by far the most effective, and that is meditation. When people are having a panic attack, when people are under the influence of anxiety, people will say, just breathe. Breathing meditation is very effective. Focusing on one thing, making our mind still. From that stillness, this deep sense of inner peace arises. Okay, and we can connect with that. So in the midst of anxiety, worry, stress, we can do a quick, simple breathing meditation bring ourselves back down to earth, back to our ground state. And from there, start again. Our second podcast, number two, is a guided breathing meditation. I would suggest going to that one. Something else we can do is investigate the nature of thoughts, of our anxious thoughts, of worry, of stress. These are no more than feelings in the mind, just no more than a thought. A thought has no, no form. It's formless. It has no power to hurt us. It has no size, no color, no strength, no shape. And so when it seems big and scary, reminding ourselves of the true nature of our mind and of thoughts can be very powerful. You know, sometimes it can, it can really feel like it's a big cloud looming over you and like you have no control of it. But... To remember that it has no size, it has no shape, no colour, no nothing. It is just a thought. I had a search for the dictionary definition of worry. And the definition that came up on dictionary.com is to torment oneself with or suffer from disturbing thoughts. So to torment oneself with disturbing thoughts. That's something we're doing to ourselves. You know, we are the ones thinking our thoughts. And so right now our thoughts are thinking us rather than the other way around. You know, we, we inadvertently board the train of thoughts which takes us from worry station right through to panic station. And we need to get off. We need to realize that we don't have to think all of our thoughts. We do not have to give them power. The only power a thought has is the power we give it. And thoughts depend upon the thinker, just like the thinker depends upon the thoughts. It's an independent relationship. And this is a simple but profound insight from Buddha, and it changes everything. Our mind is naturally peaceful, and so the practice for this week, if you 
click through to our next podcast will be a meditation on the mind where we will watch how our thoughts arise and how they dissolve. I want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you found it useful. If you have any questions for us or have suggestions about topics, please don't hesitate to get in touch.